All right, folks, welcome to the Football Goonies Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Seplick, here with the Week 4 Preview. That's right, the FF Goonie himself. Uh, Today's episode, we're going to be checking out the new Fantastic Empire and Prestige Dynasty Worldwide, wide, wide, Uh, and their matchups for Week 4. I hope everyone survived. I hope Clay is doing okay after the... uh, the embarrassing beatdown I gave him with Ben Roethlisberger, and I still beat you. Um, I hope he survived. We'll check in on him on uh, on the group me chat. But uh, today we're going to get into the matchups. I'll tell you uh, definitively who's going to win and lose. Um, guaranteed 100% right. Whether it's true or not, we'll see. But um, first off, let's start off with the new Fantastic Empire. So coming off of uh, both wins for uh, each team, uh, we got Team Groovy Drew versus Popeye Sailor Men, the undefeated juggernaut of Popeye's Sailor Men. Uh, Drew finally got his first win, though, but let's get into the matchup. At the quarterback position, we have Russell Wilson or Matt Stafford. Uh, Not sure which one he's going to go with yet. Uh, Versus Jalen Hurts. Um, Hurts continues to defy the odds or prove why fantasy football is fantasy football because in real life, this dude is trash, but in fantasy, he is the number five quarterback in this league. Uh, Russell Wilson, he's coming off a uh, mediocre week last week, whereas Matt Stafford has just been dominant as the number four quarterback. Uh, My assumption is he's going to go Matt Stafford in this. And Arizona versus versus the Rams, that's going to be a high-scoring game. Not that Hurts won't have a high-scoring game, but I think that it's going to be on the back of Matt Stafford. Give me advantage, Matt Stafford. Whereas I think that the um, the Eagles are going to uh, go full, full opposite day, and they're going to overrun after only doing something like three attempts uh, last week. Although Hurts will get his in the running game. At the running back position, we got Nick Chubb and David Montgomery versus Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon. Uh, Chubb looking to get back into it after a down week where it was all cream hunt. And against Minnesota's defense, I think that's a little more likely. And David Montgomery definitely looking for a bounce back after that atrocious showing. Luckily, he's got Detroit. But, I mean, you got Alvin Kamara against the Giants. And then the big one is Joe Mixon tonight against Jacksonville. So, unfortunately, I live in Texas. A little story time. Uh, I live in Texas right now, and or obviously forever. And uh, I wanted to do sports book, but for some reason we have daily fantasy football where we can bet money, but we can't do sports books here, uh, which is driving me nuts because I tried to do a 10-leg parlay on tonight's game. And I... I'm uber confident in it, and I tried to use DraftKings Sportsbook, and basically it told me the odds of my parlay if it hit. If I put down uh, $40 on the bet, I would win $1,040, and these jerks over at, at the state capitol refused to vote on the bills making sports betting legal this year. 
So we have to wait another year, and it's driving me nuts. So if anyone has the ability to lay down a bet for me on DraftKings, uh, hit me up. I'll forward you the money. Uh, I, I really want to do it. Basically, a little story time uh, on it. The way it was was I was going to do anytime touchdowns, and I know you don't care about this, but this is just me throwing it out there, and anyone else that wants to put this bet down, go ahead. If you want to do it for me, let me know. But basically, I was going to do an anytime touchdown for Mixon, Jamar Chase, and Marvin Jones. I was going to do under 299.5 yards for both quarterbacks, Lawrence and Burrow, to give you where my head is on that. Um, I was going to do over 89.5 rushing yards for Mixon, under 79.5 rushing yards for Robinson, um, over 69 and a half receiving yards for Jamar Chase. And then, um, God, let me see if I could pull it up while I just drone on about this. I probably should have just looked to see. I, I don't know if I deleted it yet or not. Uh, hmm. My bets log in. Go. Uh, sorry, this is terrible, terrible radio, I know, but let's just see if I have my parlay. I don't think I do. Yeah, I don't. Um, and then there was a couple other ones, like uh, I think maybe it was uh, over an interception and a half for Lauren. No, it wasn't that. It was something else very, very likely to hit. Uh, oh, there was uh, over over 69 and a half yards for Marvin Jones. And then I had one other thing on there. It was a 10-leg bet. And it basically would have won me $1,000 on $40 bet. And I don't get to do it. So if you guys want to do it, you go right ahead. That's me pontificating for a second and just showing where my head is on tonight's matchup a little bit. Uh, obviously... I think that you're going to have a repeat of, and this goes back to Mixon, you're going to have a repeat of Burrow and um, and Mixon together against Jacksonville, which is, I think, Jacksonville, or uh, the Bengals' defense is going to uh, demolish Jacksonville in a point where, I mean, Jacksonville will throw the ball, but Lawrence will not get over 300 yards. They're going to abandon the run game early. I think Burrow's going to get enough to uh, get two touchdowns, but I think that it's going to funnel through one long Jamar Chase one probably, and uh, he's not going to have to throw for 300 yards, which he has done. He hasn't done once, and just like Pittsburgh, uh, it's going to be leaned on the run game, and I think that uh, definitely Mixon gets over 100 yards. So all that is to say that obviously Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon are going to be the plays this week. I think Joe Mixon's a top three running back this week. Uh, so he wins on that. At the receiver position, we have DK Metcalf, and it says Cole Beasley right now, but I got to assume that OBJ is his number one option there uh, just for the upside, so we'll assume he goes in. Versus Tyler Lockett, and uh, this is the tough one because Allen Robinson you would think would be in here, but he's not. Oh, DJ Moore. Sorry, he does have DJ Moore. Uh, Metcalf and 
OBJ against Minnesota versus Lockett and Moore. Uh, I think Lockett has a bounce back. They say he's fine. Uh, DJ Moore is going to have a massive high-volume game, and I think it's going to be enough to put him over the top. So give me advantage Lockett and Moore, although I do think that Metcalf has a decent game. At the tight end position, it's George Kittle versus Mark Andrews. Um, I think Kittle has not practiced today, which is Thursday morning, and they expect him to play. It's a great matchup against Seattle. Um, but he's starting to scare me a little bit. Debo might be a little banged up too. This might be a big IU game, honestly. Um, and I think they'll probably try to lean on the run. I end up thinking this is going to be a little lower scoring than people think, but Seattle will still put the foot on the throat a little bit. And I think Ayuk will have to help them out. Um, whereas Andrews, I think he is the best option against the Denver defense. Um, I don't think there's going to be enough time for, for Lamar to throw to Marquise unless it's a broken play. Uh, he'll definitely have to be on the move more. So uh, I think he does lean on Andrews a bit more. And then I also think they probably get a little smarter and use Tyson a little bit in the pass game. I know there's thoughts that maybe uh, Rashad Bateman comes back this week. Even if he does, he's coming off, off injured reserve. Uh, I don't expect much for him this week. So uh, give me advantage, Mark Andrews, believe it or not, on this. But uh, Kittle obviously has the potential. I'm just a little worried about that nagging injury. At the flex position, we have right now Mike Davis and Logan Thomas, possibly Cole Beasley instead of one of those. Uh, And then he's got Shuba Hubbard, which I would assume is going to actually get flexed in there against the Dallas. And then uh, Daryl Henderson, if he goes, uh, is another option. So if Henderson goes, I think it's going to be Hubbard and Henderson in the flex positions. Uh, either way, they're facing off against Chase Edmonds and Claypool. Uh, possibly Allen Robinson, but my assumption would be against Green Bay, he's going to roll with Claypool. Whether Deontay goes or not, I think this is going to get funneled more to Claypool than normal without Juju. And then, of course, Najee Harris. And Green Bay's pass rush isn't quite as ferocious as uh the way Cincinnati's has actually been playing. Uh, they came, they got after Kirk Cousins in week one. So um, that's a good matchup. I think Edmonds gets a lot of passing work, but either way, I would rather have Henderson and Hubbard. Uh, I just think total volume uh, in a high scoring game for both of them uh, is just too much. And if for whatever reason Henderson doesn't go, I would think that he's going to roll with Logan Thomas and Hubbard, and I would still take that side. Uh, I think Claypool's trash, and Big Ben is just toast. Uh, So looking at it, the advantage at uh, quarterback, and that's it. I take Popeye Sailorman to go to 4-0 and Groovy Drew to drop to 1-3. At the next one, we have Finkel as Einhorn versus Team Texas Bear. Uh... Tyler's still looking for his first win. It's been a rough go between underperformance and um, underperformance. (laughs) And uh, Finkel's Einhorn got his first loss, but he's still sitting at two at one. So at the quarterback position, we have Kyler Murray versus Aaron Rodgers or Kirk Cousins or Sam Darnold. A lot of options here. Um, Rodgers gets Pittsburgh. That's a little tough, but that 
uh, that defense has been a little banged up, and Rodgers is Rodgers. Uh, Cousins is facing a tough matchup with Dalvin Cook back potentially. I think they lean more on the run, though, to slow down the pass rush. And then uh, Sam Darnold's got the best matchup. Uh, personally, if it was me, I think Sam Darnold's going to be the best quarterback out of these three to play, but he's going to roll with Aaron Rodgers, and I would not fault him on that. I would probably end up doing the same thing. It's a bold move saying that Sam Darnold is the best of these on the week, considering he is the number 11 quarterback. Cousins is the number six, and Rodgers is better than where he sits just because that first week toasted his rankings. Uh, on the other side, Kyler Murray against L.A. Rams. Uh, that's going to be huge. He's going to rush for a lot of yards running for his life, and he's going to get a lot of chunk plays on broken plays because of the scramble drill. Uh, advantage Kyler Murray, though, because they're going to have to put up the yardage, and they're not going to be able to run much on uh, on the Rams' defense. At the running back position, it's Aaron Jones and James Robinson. Or, sorry, Aaron Jones and DeAndre Swift versus uh, Miles Gaskin and Melvin Gordon. Uh, still looking for Josh Jacobs to get back. I don't think he goes this week. If he did go this week, then he would probably sub in for Melvin Gordon would be my guess. Um, but either way, DeAndre Swift has just been phenomenal, and he's going to pass catch a ton of passes against Chicago. And Aaron Jones has been phenomenal, and he's going to get used in the dump-off drill quite a bit too, so obvious advantage on that side. Uh, The receiver position, we got Robert Woods and Mike Evans versus Hopkins and Ridley. I know Ridley's been very disappointing so far. Uh, I think this week they start to turn it around. Washington's defense isn't quite as scary as people remember. And then Hopkins is going to have to be used a lot uh, unless he gets banged up. Either way, uh, as much as this is a good matchup for Woods to finally bounce back, he hasn't shown us enough. And Evans against New England, that's going to be a rough go, man. If Gronk does play, I think they'd probably try to force Gronk a touchdown just to rub it in Bill's face. And Evans is probably not going to be the guy they use. Uh, He's not the possession guy. He's the big play. He's either the downfield big play or the uh, short yardage jump ball kind of guy. And I think that they're going to really pepper Brown and Godwin with a lot of targets. So advantage Hopkins and Ridley. Um, On the other side, it's Hawkinson versus Gronk. If Gronk plays, Gronk is the win just because they're going to smash New England just to shove it in Bill's face. But Hawkinson is the better play this week. I know Chicago's a tough defense, but I don't think that they're going to allow a defense to take Hawkinson out of a game plan the way they did last week in Baltimore. Um, So, obviously, Hawkinson's the better one. And then at the flex position, as of right now, we got uh, James Robinson and Jacoby Myers versus Kenyon Drank and Amari Cooper. Um... Obviously, if Jacobs goes, then Drake will be the guy, and then Shark has the possibility of being in there. Uh, Cooper is the real interesting one. He's had two down weeks, but that Carolina defense is starting to crack as far as uh, injuries, losing a real high-end cornerback, and I think that they're going to focus more on CeeDee Lamb in the run game, and I think Cooper is going to get a lot of work. Um 
But that being said, Myers is probably going to catch eight balls, uh, the value of which I don't know. And then uh, James Robinson's going to be crap. So I think Cooper's the big one here, and whoever is paired with him, that's the better play. So at the advantage uh, of receiver and flex versus the running backs, quarterback, and probably tight end, I'm going to take Fecal Zihorn to win and Tyler to continue looking for that first win this season. Next up, we have Team Chris 1914 versus Los Poyos Hermanos. Uh, Gil having a miraculous win over me in my underperformance last week. And Chris getting his first win of the week, so congrats on that. At the quarterback position, we have Josh Allen versus Justin Herbert. Uh, Josh Allen coming off that monster 45-point game in this league with the six-point touchdowns. I don't think he needs to do that much. Um, I know they don't run much, but I think they'll actually use the run game a little more because it's Houston. Their defense is good, and they're not going to have to throw a ton, although he can be hyper-efficient. Uh, I think Herbert's going to have to put up a lot of points against that Vegas D, so give me advantage Herbert on this, believe it or not. Um, I just I just think it's a position he has to, and on Monday night I think he's going to shine, uh, especially with the way his weapons like Mike Williams have been playing. At the running back position, we got Zeke Elliott and Austin Eckler versus Sanders and Carson. Uh, Eckler's my number two running back this week, so... Uh, advantage there i just don't trust sanders enough i don't trust carson to get more than 12 to 15 points so uh no matter what zeke does against carolina eckler is going to be the reason why the running backs are better on that side uh the receiver position we got stefan diggs and chris godwin versus tyree kill and to me the number uh two receiver on his team is manny sanders um, I know I talked about not a ton of throwing for Josh Allen compared to normal uh, levels, but Sanders is going to get some big chunk plays. they got a great bromance going on. Either way, though, Stefan Diggs is equally a good play. Um, I am a little concerned about him being a top five guy anymore this year, but uh, as I said, Godwin's going to be a huge one. I don't think I don't think the normal Belichick takeaway, the best option is going to work because there's too many options to take away. And I think they're just going to get pounced by a Tampa Bay team who was frustrated after last week. So uh, Tyreek's going to have a good game. Manny's going to have a decent game. But um, man, I, I honestly think Godwin's going to go bananas. And I think Diggs is a better play than Sanders still. Uh, I think he's going to start chirping a little bit, and he's going to get a little more uh, work. And then at the tight end position, Kelsey's obviously better than Fant, although Fant will have an opportunity to have a good game. Uh, At the flex position right now, it is Julio Jones and Marquise Brown. Uh, I would expect if Cook doesn't go, obviously Madison's going to play for him, even though it's Cleveland. But I would honestly expect maybe Cortland Sutton to get in here instead of uh, Hollywood. Um, if Julio doesn't go, obviously, he would have to be the guy. Uh, on the other side, Kareem Hunt. I'm not super thrilled about him. I think this is going to be more a chip, uh, Chubb game. Uh, the real interesting one is Ruggs has been dominant the last couple of uh, weeks. And... I honestly think I would sub in Ruggs over Galladay. 
but as it sits right now, Galladay is one of the only options, so that might be a good play, but they got New Orleans. Um, either way, though, Julio and Sutton or Marquise and Sutton or Marquise and Julio, I think that's the better play, so advantage there. So with the running backs, the receivers and the flex, I think Chris is going to pull out the win, but man, Kelsey is the real what factor and then Herbert outscoring. So this will be a close one. I think it's going to be a real brawl, but give me team Chris 1914 to pull to 500 and Los Poyos Hermanos Guild to drop to 500. At the next one, we got Chase versus uh, SC Honkers, Brian's team. Uh, Brian's coming off a loss and Chase is off a two-win streak after opening up with a loss, I think, against me. Uh, at the at the quarterback position, we got Tom versus Lamar. Uh, I'm sure Lamar is going to probably do well with his running, but I think Tom's going to light the world on fire against New England, so advantage there. At the running back position, it's Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley versus Cook and Gibson. If Cook goes, I give advantage here. I think Saquon's going to have a hard time against New Orleans. I think the Jets will curb Derrick Henry as much as possible since they don't have to worry about A.J. Brown and probably Julio. I think they're going to just sell out against the run. And although Henry will still be good, Gibson's Atlanta matchup and Cook is just a dominant running back advantage there. If he doesn't go, then it will probably end up being either Zach Moss or Cordero Patterson. And if that's the case, uh, give me Derrick Henry and Barkley. But we'll, we'll assume that Cook's going to go. Um, at the receiver position, it's... <laughs> couple of heavyweights with Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson versus Terry McLaren and Keenan Allen. I think that's a big game for McLaren. I think Allen's going to have to be used a lot, but man, Cooper Cup against Arizona and Jefferson. Uh, advantage there just on the, the Cup side alone. At the tight end position, we got Kyle Pitts versus, it looks like, Evan Ingram, who hasn't been slotted in yet. Ingram's probably going to get a lot of uh, passes. They're all going to be crap against New Orleans. Just give me Kyle Pitts. Um I don't feel great about either, but... And then at the flex position, we got Jamar Chase and Mike Williams versus Zach Moss and Devonta Smith. Uh, maybe Marvin Jones gets slotted in today. Uh, maybe Rondo Moore for Devonta. Either way, come on. Jamar is just balling out. Mike Williams balling out. So that's the advantage. And obviously, with all these advantages across the board outside of the, uh, the running back position is not a huge advantage but it's an advantage for honkers and uh brady that's not enough so give me chase to win this one and then in the marquee matchup it's me versus my arch nemesis of this league unjor in france versus the ff emperor that's right me and frenchy are going at it i'm coming off a devastating loss that i should not have had but losing christian mccaffrey and then getting crap from Tyson Williams. I that's the only reason I lost. And on the other side, uh Axel got his first loss of the year. So let's get into it. First up, we got Dak versus Pat Mahomes. Mahomes is the advantage, but Dak will have a chance to keep up with them. 
and I think he's going to a bit, but give me Pat Mahomes is the advantage. At the running back, it's uh, Naheem Hines and Jamal Williams. There is a chance I could roll with uh, Tyson, but I doubt I will, or Latavius, but I doubt I will, versus Najee Harris and Sony Michelle. Um, I'm not really sure about the Sony Michelle call. Uh, I would assume Peyton Barber might actually get in if Josh Jacobs doesn't go, but let's just... Let's just treat it as is. Um, Henderson should be back, so I'm not sure about the Sony. And Harris is going to catch 20 balls but do very little with it. But I just can't trust Naheem Hines and Jamal Williams, so give Axel the advantage there. At the receiver position, I got Devonta Adams and CeeDee Lamb versus Brandon Ayuk and Michael Pittman. Uh, I don't think there's much... to discuss, I think Ayuk's a great play this week, and Pittman should get the volume, but it's CeeDee Lamb and Devontae Adams all day long. Uh, at the tight end position, it's Tyler Higby versus Darren Waller. Uh, I do think that the pass rush of Arizona is going to give the Rams line a little bit of issue, and I think that Higby actually is a good outlet for Stafford and will have a good game. Uh, I also have the option of Gesicki, but I'll probably roll with Higby. That being said, Darren Waller is the much better uh, prospect in a high-scoring game. He's going to be utilized. So Darren Waller is the advantage. And then at the flex position, I have Debo Samuel and Adam Thielen as of right now. A chance to maybe pivot to Sterling Shepard, but I doubt I would ever do that. Or fourth quarter slash overtime wonder Brian Edwards. We're going we're gonna to obviously roll with Thielen and Debo and uh, Tim Patrick and Trey Sermon right now at the other side. Uh, in for Sermon potentially would be Peyton Barber. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I noticed, is actually on his bench. I would assume Jonathan Taylor ends up in here instead of Trey Sermon or Sony Michelle. Uh, either way, though, Thielen is on a tear. Debo is going to have a good game, even though Ayuk's going to have a bigger game, I think. And give me advantage there. So the question is, how much confidence do I have in this, especially if Jonathan Taylor gets in there and a potential bounce back for him this week? Um, I'm really worried about the Waller-Mahomes combo. The question is, will his receivers and flex do enough to keep up with... uh, or to, to give his running backs and tight end and quarterback the advantage. Uh, honestly, I think they do. I think I lose this game, even though I shouldn't. And um, that's going to drop me to one and three and put me in a tailspin after losing uh, Christian McCaffrey. And Frenchie will lord it over me all week. So uh, congrats, Axel, on winning already. I hope I've jinxed you and you never win another game the rest of the season now. All right, so let's move over to Prestige Dynasty Worldwide, wide, wide. Uh, speaking of Axel, our first matchup is for Chris's team. Do it for Axel versus the Untouchables. Uh, Chris is this is the the bottom of the barrel of the league. Uh, Chris is coming off a, a big loss after losing uh, CMC for the year, or for at least a chunk of the year. And this might be the time he decides to turn tail and run and start selling some of these assets and building draft capital with the guys that he should be doing it with. Um, On the other end, 
Gary's in a perpetual rebuild. Uh, he hasn't sold a piece yet, and he honestly should with some of these older players, but uh, we talked about that in the last episode. But either way, um, we got to get into it. So at the quarterback position, it's Pat Mahomes and Brissett versus Daniel Jones and Garoppolo. Advantage Pat Mahomes versus anyone. I think uh, Brissett going back to Indy will be serviceable enough, and Garoppolo, although he's going to probably have to put up some stuff, Daniel Jones is going to have a hard time against New Orleans, and there's no need to discuss. Next up, we have Derrick Henry and Tony Pollard versus Austin Eckler and Chris Carson. Uh, Pollard could have a good game, but he's obviously sparingly used. I told you that I think Derrick Henry's a little curbed this week because they'll sell out against him, not having to worry about the pass game as much. And Eckler is my number two running back on the week. So advantage Eckler and Carson. I think Carson does enough to float, and I think Eckler outscores Henry. So advantage on that side. At the receiver position, we have Julio Jones, and, or sorry, Stefan Diggs and Corey Davis versus Adam Thielen and Robert Woods. Um, Diggs and Davis, I think Davis has a bounce back against Tennessee. Not a scary defense, they'll have to throw a lot. Uh, Thielen should be good, and Woods is in a good spot, but I just can't trust that, obviously. So advantage, uh, Chris, on that. Tight end, Cole Komet versus Pitts. Komet could have a bounce back as the budget magician decides to actually play a a usable offensive plan uh, against a worse defense, but Pitts is the better play. And then at the flex position, as of right now, it's Julio Jones and Noah Fant. Uh, The possibility of Henry Ruggs getting in there, LaVisca Chenault maybe tonight, or Kenny Galladay. Um, If it was me, I would probably go Ruggs and Julio, um, instead of Fant, if Julio can't go, obviously I would probably go Galladay just out of volume compared to Noah Fant, but eh, maybe Noah Fant. Either way, though, they're going up against Cordell Patterson and Brandon Cooks. Uh, honorable mentions to replace Cordell Patterson are nobody, as this team is just depleted of any talent outside of his starting lineup. Um, advantage Julio and whoever. I think Cooks is a great play. Eh, no, I take it back. I take it back. If he plays Rugs, advantage Chris. If he doesn't play Rugs, advantage Gary. Uh, either way, though, Chris is going to win this just on his quarterback alone. Next up, we have Team C Greenwood versus GA Dogs Foe Life. Um, I don't know what there is to say. You got Jalen Hurts and Teddy Bridgewater versus Ryan Tannehill and Tom Brady. Advantage Brady and Tannehill. I think Brady goes nuts. I think Tannehill does enough because they sell out against the run. And Bridgewater against Baltimore is a little scary of a prospect. Hurts against KC is a little scary of a prospect, so advantage on that side. At uh, the running back position, we have Devin Singletary and Chuba Hubbard. And yes, these are his best options, trust me. Versus uh, Zeke and Aaron Jones. Advantage Zeke and Aaron Jones. At the receiver position, we got Tyree Kill and Chris Godwin versus Cooper Cup and DK Metcalf. Now, this is an interesting one. I think Cup is the best play. 
Metcalf is the question, and Godwinner really the question deciding mark. This is a tough one. I'm going to go advantage Cup and Metcalf, but I don't feel great about it. Uh, the tight end position, Gronk versus Logan Thomas. If Gronk goes, Gronk's the better play. Although Logan Thomas does have Atlanta. Uh, we're going to call this one a wash just because we don't know about Gronk. But if Gronk plays, I've already said it, Gronk's going to just smash because they hate Bill Belichick. At the flex position, we got Jamar Chase and Terry McLaren versus Jalen Waddell and Naheem Hines. Honorable mentions instead of Waddle or Hines, we got Zach Moss. We have Jalen Rager, I guess. And that's about it. Uh, Advantage Chase and McLaren, I don't think we need to get into it. And with all these advantages, uh, obviously give me C. Greenwood for the win. And G.A. Dogs is going to start his downward spiral and decide to start selling off his team. Next up, we got Team Groovy Drew versus Team Texas Bear. Uh, Texas Bear, despite some issues, is surprisingly sitting at 500. Groovy Drew's coming off his first set of losses. I think he's been playing a little bit above his potential up until now. And let's see if he can uh, right the ship or if it continues. At the quarterback position, we got Kyler Murray and Derek Carr versus Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. This is a toughie. Um, Carr is going to have to put up yards Murray is going to have to put up yards Herbert is going to have to put up yards And Allen will not have to put up yards But they throw so much Um, Man I love the idea that Herbert is going to set the world on fire this week On Monday night but Carr is going to have to do the same on the opposite end, and it's whether Murray has to can do enough versus what Josh Allen does. I'm going to call this a wash, but if I had to pick one, give me Josh Allen and Herbert, but not by very much. At the running back position, we have Saquon Barkley and Kareem Hunt versus Nick Chubb and Damian Harris. Uh, Chubb's the best play here. But Harris scares the crap out of me against Tampa Bay. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Um, Barkley is probably going to be crap again after a good last week. And Hunt is the big question mark here if he does enough. Uh, Give me advantage. Chubb and Harris, but not by a lot. At the receiver position, we have Chase Claypool and Devonta Smith versus DJ Moore and Tyler Boyd. Uh, DJ Moore is the reason that they win. Uh, Boyd probably won't have to do very much, but uh, Claypool is going to be trash other than volume. And Devonta Smith, man, I feel like Casey's not going to let him do a ton. Um, Plus, I think they're going to run a lot more than people expect. So advantage more and Boyd at the tight end position. It's Hawkinson versus Cook. Give me Hawkinson. Cook hasn't done anything for two weeks. And Hawkinson, I think they're going to game plan to get him going. The flex position right now, he has Juju Smith-Schuster in there, which I don't think anyone expects Juju to play. 
Higgins is out. Uh, my guess is he's going to go with Christian Kirk here. Uh, I don't think he really has any other options. And Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, this is rough, man. No joke. Um, honestly, the Anthony Miller or Adam Humphreys pivot might be workable. Maybe Johnny Smith. Uh, on the other side, though, it's James Robinson and Melvin Gordon. Uh, potential to pivot to Jamal, uh, to Javante Williams, to Peyton Barber, to Mike Gesicki. Honestly, like I would probably play Gesicki over one of these guys. But either way, these are both blah. I don't want to pick a winner, but I'm going to pick. Texas Bear for the advantage there. And with the quarterback, the receiver, the flex, and the closeness on the running backs, uh, give me Texas Bear to win. But uh, I think this one's going to be one of the lower-scoring games, honestly, other than the quarterbacks. I, I honestly think that both teams, half their scoring will come from the quarterbacks. Um, but give me uh, Texas Barry to continue his winning, and he's probably going to stay at 500 this week. Now, the, the Rock'em Sock'em Robot matchup of the week is uh, my name is Chris Clay Jones uh, coming off a devastating loss this uh, last week versus the defending champ and fearless, uh, fearless Red, who is coming off a two and a half loss he got one point two weeks ago but uh sitting at 500 not feeling good about his team uh maybe it's time he starts selling some people although he does uh he does have some some great pieces so i probably wouldn't do that unless he has some older pieces he needs to get rid of or maybe a tight end which i would gladly buy um so at the quarterback position we got kirk cousins and matt stafford versus russell wilson and baker mayfield uh, no chance Matt Ryan gets in here. Uh, probably no chance that Trevor Lawrence gets in here. So this is what it is. And Stafford's going to have a big game. Cousins is going to have a good game. Mayfield's going to have a good game. And Russell Wilson's going to have a good game. It's probably a straight wash. But if I'm going to pick a winner, I'm going to pick the Cousins-Stafford side. They have been electric this year. Uh, at the running back position, we have David Montgomery and Joe Mixon. Sorry, I had said earlier Eckler was my two, and I think Mixon's my two. Eckler's my number three running back on the week. Just caught that seeing that. Anyways, um, David Montgomery, Joe Mixon versus Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. Uh, Swift has been fantastic. Uh, Taylor has not been, but he has a good bounce back. But same with Montgomery. So it comes down to Mixon versus Swift, and I'm going to take advantage Mixon. It comes down to Taylor Montgomery. I think they're pretty even wash. So give me advantage Montgomery Mixon, but it's not by a ton. At the receiver position, we have Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson versus uh, Mike Williams and CeeDee Lamb. Mike Williams has been setting the world on fire. I think he's going to get a lot of attention, and I think this is going to be a bigger game for Keenan Allen. So the question is, is it Justin Jefferson or CeeDee Lamb? CeeDee Lamb. Uh, CeeDee Lamb's probably the better play to me this week. On paper, just because they lost their tight end or their cornerback that would be covering him. Um, 
But, man, Justin Jefferson, what a week last week. Uh, getting over 100 yards on nine receptions and a touchdown. That's two weeks of touchdowns in a row. Uh, give me Justin Jefferson and Keenan Allen, but it's not by a lot. Sorry to work through that. Uh, at the tight end position, question marks with Kittle, so give me Darren Waller. At the flex position right now, it's Brandon Ayuk and Tyler Lockett versus Alexander Madison and Evans. If Cook does not go, if Cook goes, then obviously Cook will be the play in there. Um, If it's Cook, give me Cook and Evans. Uh, Other pivots instead of Evans also could be uh, DeAndre Hopkins, which I'd actually rather play. I know he's a little banged up. If it's Cook and Hopkins, that's it. that's the clear winner. Uh, either way, if it sticks with Mike Evans and Madison, or Mike Evans and Cook, then give me IU can lock it. So uh, adjust your lineup accordingly. But with that it, advantage at running back, receiver, quarterback, and tight end, I don't think it's me enough. I think that Fearless Red is going to stay at 500, getting an Aniston point, but he is going to lose to uh, Clay. And as we heard on last episode, Clay already called that anyway, so it's probably going to happen. And finally, the marquee matchup, which is not really marquee, is Tom gets it done. I still haven't changed the name of that team. I'm going to do that this week. I promise you people. Versus Bob the Rebuilder Dance Team. At the quarterback position, it's Dak and Big Ben versus Lamar and Rodgers. By default, I got to pick Lamar and Aaron Rodgers just because I have Big Ben. Um, Yes, please come at me with any quarterback trades. Uh, Hopefully we can work something out and I don't have to start this piece of crap. (laughs) At the running back position, we have... Alvin Kamara and Antonio Gibson versus Mike Davis and Najee Harris. Uh, I have good matchups. He has bad matchups. And I have the better running backs. I have the advantage there. At the receiver position, we have OBJ and Robbie Anderson or Rondale Moore versus Devontae Adams and Amari Cooper. Advantage me there. At the tight end position, advantage Kelsey. That's obvious versus Tyler Higbee. And then at the flex position, it's Robbie Anderson and Rondale Moore versus and KJ Osborne versus Sutton and Samuel. Uh, there is a chance I pivot Sutton to Edwards Hilaire just for the safety, or maybe even Marvin Jones tonight. Um, probably Marvin Jones. I just need safe, and he's going to get me ten points plus. Um. Either way, I have the advantage with Debo and whoever I play versus KJ Osborne. Uh, as I scroll, just to make sure he doesn't have any other options, Chester Rogers is an interesting one without AJ Brown, potentially without um, Julio. I would maybe consider Chester Rogers there. And then the only other question mark is maybe Marquez Callaway. Uh, he's been disappointing until last week, but even then, uh, the touchdown is the only reason he was good. Either way, I have the advantage there, and although I'm playing Big Ben, uh, I should win this game pretty handily and move to 6-2, and two, and Dan can continue trying to rebuild this team, even though I don't think he's made any real trades yet. 
So that's the matchups, guaranteed 100% to work. Uh, we'll see if that's true or not, but uh, thanks for hanging out, and good luck to everyone on their matchups, and hit me up if you want to make a bet for me on a parlay on tonight's game. All right, and remember, as always, Goonies never say die.